The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha Bravo Charlie. My name is Jason. I am with the cutest boy from Canada, Kevin. How you doing, Kevin? Kevin, how you doing, buddy? You know, I can be honest. Uh, I don't think I'm that cute right now. My hair is long. I've not got a haircut. It's currently, what what is it, like March 5th or something like that when we're recording this. I haven't got a haircut since November. And it's to the point where it's like, my it, in a couple weeks, a month now won't be an issue. But right now it's long, but it's not like long enough for me to like, part it and do anything with it it's just kind of all over the place i'm trying to gel it and just kind of flip it up a bit uh but it's just like it's going in my ears it's just uncomfortable but i really don't want to get a haircut and just with you know uh covid numbers are, are super down here right now which is great but Us i still too. Like, yeah yeah i, I just don't want to you know have be that close to this i've been i've been so careful uh for the past few because in november starting in november or in the fall last year numbers went really really bad here manitoba uh so i'm trying to avoid going out anywhere just taking these staying at home being safe um because i heard about people who've got the tests and they basically tickle your brain with a q-tip it's not so that heard, bad it's not that bad uh, i i don't want to do that that sounds terrible so I, it's not that i'm afraid of getting covid because i know i'll probably statistically be fine and i don't have like um uh, anyone in my bubble besides my wife, right? It's not like I'm, you know, grandma lives at home with us or anything like that. Uh, but I just, so if it, if it, you know, I don't want it, but if it, if it got me, it wouldn't be the end of the world. But I just don't want the test. That sounds awful. I don't like, I don't like, you know, have, when I'm getting my teeth one, cleaned, yeah. I don't like them being in the back of my, you know, teeth there. I definitely don't want a Q-tip up that far up my nose. They have what you no can thing. do with your butt. So it, you, So you're good, man. I, I'm not trying to assume your lifestyle or your preferences or anything like that, but I'm just saying that uh, they have one that you can do in, in the butt. So I, I don't I don't know if that's up in Canada yet. Oh, okay. I don't even know if it's here in America. I just I remember seeing a headline somewhere about. Oh, yeah, I think I think in China or so, there's something going on like with that. I think I saw a headline. Uh, you know that reminded me though. We need to talk about something. Okay. Real quick. My butt. We dive into this song. No. Uh, <laughs> definitely not. Never. Uh, so. Uh, we got a message a week or so ago um, from uh, one of our listeners, B. Because mm. uh, B was posting about like how she's from the United States. B was posting on Instagram about like how uh, um, toques are are not called toques and they're called beanies down there. And we've had this conversation on the show. And then she made some joke about like. Uh, everything Alpha Bravo Charlie says is crazy or something like that. Specifically aimed at me for calling them tukes. Uh, um, and then, uh, so I, I messaged her from the ABC account because she tagged us and we were having some jokes about it. And then she said something which was really nice that she listens to the show in the car with her kid. Uh, oh. And it said, thanks for not swearing on the show. And I was like, oh, that's fantastic. And then I, I'm like, yeah, no. I mean, we're, we don't make a conscious effort not to swear. I just, I don't know. I, try not to swear um and i've never really considered that before that you know families are probably listening to this show this is a family show and i feel like in some of the episodes we've recorded recently that haven't come out yet we have dropped a swear word or 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 two and i am overwhelmed with guilt now well let let me ask you this kev so you and i switched responsibilities for the show a little while back uh i edit the shows and i 
drop them into the thing, but you write the descriptions and so you post the shows. Um, when I was posting the shows, I just because I know I have a filthy mouth, I'm just I'm just a monster that way. But um, I always mark them explicit just so people know. And that would be great information to give to me because yeah, I I'm sorry, I, I, I did not say that to you. I just uh, I I guess I'm just I'm I'm so used to just having a terrible mouth that i just assume that everybody knows to yeah so that's my that's my bad i didn't tell you to mark i, I didn't know how explicit was explicit like i thought if 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 we say uh you know one curse word is that is that explicit or not i like i, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, know. um um because it's not like we're or is explicit talking if we were talking about like um you know explicit you know subject matter that i don't even want to reference because B's little, you know, <laughs> I, uh, I, I was a button child is listening to this show now. So we got to, so he, here's, I can't speak for Jason listeners, but here's my, I will try not to swear. Yeah. I'll show. try. No guarantees though. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, listen, I, listen at your own risk. I, uh, I, I don't mean, I'm not like white trash where every other word's the F word. I, but like, I don't make an effort not to swear, but like, I'd say, uh, the old F bomb and some, sometimes some dirtier ones than that, uh, come out of the old pie hole on me sometimes. And I don't even think about it. I'm, I, I have, I guess been, cause it's, I have the baby and I don't want her first word to be a curse word. So I have yeah. been trying to be more, uh, but it still comes out, man. I even when I'm holding the baby, I said shit while I was holding. Oh, there you go, right there. Jason, I, I know. Jason, I, I, it's not. It's just the way you talk. It, I, I'm a grown man. Uh, so there's a there's a show in Canada, uh, <laughs> which maybe you have heard, maybe some of our listeners know about, called Trailer Park Boys. Do you know Trailer Park Boys? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a mockumentary show, and and they are like the um, kind of white trash, like um, stereotypical. Uh, um, you know, they don't have jobs, but they, you know, grow marijuana and they, um, you know, will maybe rob a liquor store every now and then or, or whatever. And there's a scene, a really funny scene where Ricky's in court and he's defending himself for some reason. And the, the, the judge is like, you need to stop swearing. And he's like, judge, I can't express myself without oh, swearing. I'm not that uh, bad. <laughs> and, and, that, and I'm like, oh, me? Do you wear track pants and like the same shirt every day for for years and years and years? Do you have a, 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 a best friend who like lives in a shed and has kittens? No, but, uh, but since I haven't been to the office since November, and I gotta tell you, ninety eight percent of that time has been spent in basketball shorts. I'm I, oh, I'm right. I'm in basketball shorts right now. Like that's just my my home loungewear. So and I, I don't think my wife really even put real clothes on very out because she was pregnant and at, and at home and then we had a baby. So she, she, we both been pretty much in pajamas for the past four months, you know. Would you ever go to the store in pajamas? I'm glad you asked that question, Kevin, because no, I wouldn't. But in COVID times, uh, when I just had to drive up and they throw my groceries in, in the car for me. Uh, I have gone, and I'm afraid of this slippery slope. I was telling my wife this a little while back. I'm afraid of a slippery slope to where I'm just going to get so used to, like, man, this is comfortable and easy and nice, and, like, I feel kind of free, and uh, I'm afraid that I'm going to slide into a – I know I won't. 
but I'm going to slide into a place of complacency with uh, what I'm willing to leave the house in because I, well, especially now you're a dad, right? You like you entered COVID, you weren't a father. Now your COVID's going to end soon, hopefully. Uh, and you're, you're, uh, you know, and, and I think from from you know those two things combined, now all of a sudden you're like, well, it doesn't really matter. You know, I'm, I'm I am wearing pants. Who cares if they're pajama pants and uh, they got stain on it and a giant hole in it, and I'm just going to Walmart anyways. <laughs> and uh, that'd be high class for Walmart. Uh, yeah, yeah I, 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 I won't let it happen. But like, I, it has been a thought of mine: is oh my god, is this the new me? Because like, when you have a kid, man, they'll puke on you at random. Like, you just be holding them, and they'll be cute. And all of a sudden, they'll smile at you, and then this vomit comes out of their mouth, or I guess a spit up uh, comes out of their mouth. And then at a certain point. The other day I was holding her and she pissed while she was sleeping and it leaked out of the diaper a little bit. And I, I sat there for a minute. And I was like, do I wake her up or do, or do I just am I just OK with this? Am I just OK? And I chose uh, to sit there with I, I'm aware I said piss. I don't know if that's a bad thing to say for in front of kids or not. But uh, I, I, I chose to sit there um, and have a little bit of pee pee on me. Instead of waking her up and disturbing her, because I wanted some peace and quiet, <laughs> so it's like you you become okay with a lot of things. It's a slippery slope, man. Yeah, remind me not to have children. Hey, if I have- if I'm ever like you know maybe I want to have a kid, just be like Kevin. No, I'm gonna say I'll say this. I I, I love my daughter, but um, it is definitely not a. Uh, don't knock it before you try it situation. If you're if you're if you're knocking it before you're trying it, maybe give it a beat and wait a few minutes. But yeah, if you if you're not sure, don't because there's a lot where you're like, damn. I feel like there's a lot of like, and I'm I'm I've I've I complain about this all the time, and I'm sure I've complained on this show before. But it's worth complaining about twice. I feel like in society, all through my twenties, it was even though I, my early twenties, it was Kevin. When are you gonna get a girlfriend? Kevin, when are you gonna get a girlfriend? So then I met Sarah. She was my girlfriend. Kevin. When are you gonna marry her, Kevin? When are you gonna marry her? So then I married her, and then which I was I, I was not pressured to marry my wife. I'm very happy I married my wife. Don't take me take that the wrong way. But there's a lot of people, you know. When are you gonna put a ring on that, Kevin? And then we get married, and then immediately, like my first day back at work after our honeymoon, uh, I'm in the I'm talking to our administrative assistant, and she says, uh, "When when's Sarah gonna get pregnant?" And it's like. When does it end, people? Stop. Also, it's rude because, like, what if I—I I don't know. This isn't like I'm not saying I know something about you. I'm just saying in general. What if you ask the person that and they couldn't have children? Is a deeply personal, painful thing yeah. for them. Like people yeah. don't think they just like. It's so stupid. Yeah, maybe we were trying and and weren't able to. Right, we we weren't. We we're we're still children ourselves. You know, despite our ages, we're. Um, uh, I play uh, mostly just spend all my money on guitar stuff and video games, like yeah, just like when I was sixteen. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, it, you know, but you don't know that we 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 maybe we really wanted to have kids and weren't able to, and then now you're you're just reminding me about that, and I have to either admit that and make you feel terrible, or say just change topics so you don't feel bad. Yeah, it's, you know, it's such yeah. a weird thing to to say to people at random. Yeah, but. With that being said, we should probably jump into the song, eh? Yes. Eh? Look, you're rubbing off on me with your Canadian stuff. One uh, of us. You're becoming one of us. Uh, today, we're covering I Must Be High by Wilco off the album AM. Kevin, 
tell us a little bit about the song. This is the first Wilco song in a number of ways. This was the first song on the first Wilco album. This was the first song Wilco played live when they performed under the name Black Shampoo just to like like do, do a small show that you know wasn't overwhelmed with people. Oh, that the new Uncle Tupelo band they they performed as Black Shampoo, as you found out when I did the Wilco quiz on you, Jason. Um, and uh, um, so this was the first song that Wilco performed live. Um, supposedly, this is this recording we're hearing is the first time Wilco ever hit record and and. Um, and, and we're playing together as Wilco as well. So you're really hearing the dawn of the band with this recording. Now, so it's not track. I, it's, I, it's, just, it's just a lie. Like, this is a lie. I, sus I suspect, um, uh, especially for um, uh, a band and a record like AM, it, 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 yeah, maybe there's some overdubs. Like, they have a, a pedal steel guitarist. Was the pedal steel in, in the room with them? Uh, did Jeff re record his vocals afterwards? Probably. Did they maybe over? You know, that one part of the bass guitar is a little sloppy. Let's tighten it up or, or whatever, probably. But the, you know, bulk of the recording supposedly from, from you know, the, the band was the first time they, they were really playing together too. Now, I wonder, like, okay, but the, like this take is solid. It's did super you, like, solid. Did That's nobody surprised. rehearse it as a, as a group beforehand? Uh, or did you all just like practice it, your parts individually and then came together? I don't know. But um, that yeah, is the mix of... surrounding the song. There's a there's a lot of holes in that myth if that if that's true that because that's pretty amazing if you could just say hey let's all go practice by ourselves don't come in and we'll play it the the and like it and, and that yeah maybe this uh, if this is the the first time or the uh, or at least parts of this recording were the first time the band was playing together uh, or sorry the first time the band was recording together I could buy that this is for t take one track one hit record. Um, I, I, and then if, if maybe that myth has sort of grown and then maybe that's all the band ever actually said, but the, the fans have, have taken that and, and, and have stretched the meaning. And now this is, you know, the band walks into the room for the first time and unpack their gear and hit record and play the song. Um, uh, that doesn't seem too practical for me because the song feels pretty polished, uh, in this recording and doesn't sound like, uh, everyone's just like, you know, Jeff says to the band, Oh, watch my chords and follow along. Like. Um, like, you know, I'm thinking of, uh, back to the future that that's, or yeah, yeah. Back to the <laughs> that, future or that scene in walk the line, um, I uh, seen where, uh, um, you haven't seen walk the line, shot a cash movie. Um, oh, they're well, auditioning yeah, yeah, yeah. at Sun I'm Studios and he's doing, they're doing gospel songs. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, what, what's his face is like, oh no, Sam Phillips is like, oh no, play something, uh, different. And then Johnny Cash starts playing the band, like kind of follows along and, and even that felt a little like. Um, uh, you know, he he did his Carl Perkins or or anyway. I I don't want to talk about Johnny Cash. Yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I don't know how well you're gonna absolutely nail the take uh, first time doing it um, without rehearsing it a few times, even let's, for a stellar band like the first lineup of Wilco. Well, let's take a listen because now I'm super curious to get this a super close listen. But before we do that, as always, go to abcwilco.com. Find all the ways to support the show. Uh, that's what really helps us out. And, you know, we, we do this out of the goodness of our hearts. Help us out by helping more people find the show by leaving a rating and review. If you could do that, that'd be a big help. All right, let's jump in. See, I, I already don't believe it just because uh, there's a... 
there's not a lot going on with those guitars right there at the very beginning. But it's... It's, it's polished. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Um, hey, that guy, the, the uh, Loft Chicago, he, uh, I think he listens to the episodes. Hey, shoot us a message and let us know if that's true. I'm, I'm very interested to know if that's true. Yeah. I don't know if he was around at that point, but he, oh, he, doesn't, he, he can probably ask. hurt. Yeah. He has access that we don't have. Yeah. I suspect it's, it's fans were taking that, making it a myth almost. Um, um, but, but I fully believe that this is the first time they hit record, but they, they you know, played the song in the room, you know, just before record was hit. Um, That'd be awesome if it was true. I'd be like, hell yeah. Yeah. Those are my yeah. boys. They're nailing it. Great song. Um, regard. I mean, regardless, I don't care how it's yeah. recorded. It was what a great, a great song. opening song. Yeah. Um, uh, one of Jeff's catchiest melodies. Um, uh, you know, I think if if uh, AM came together pretty quickly after the last Uncle Tupelo album, right? The last Uncle Tupelo album was '93, uh, and then AM was or was '94. '95 is AM. '95, yeah. So. Um, not a lot of time in between to Jeff's used to writing half an album. Now he's writing a full album. Um, as an aside, Brian Henneman on lead guitar here. Um, uh, and, some, and some steel guitar there too, which is really cool. You can really hear Max Johnson on the dobro. And it really works for, for AM as well. It's kind of one of those... Uh... It's right there in the middle of what I really like with Wilco. It's a rocker, but it's not really a rocker. You know, it's... Uh, Nobody's crowd surfing to this song. Right. But, yeah. Nice, up-tempo uh, Wilco song. And you can sort of hear when, you know, Tom Petty was really popular on the radio still in 1995. Um, you know, there was kind of vaguely country-ish Alterna Rock was, was more of a thing and so you could hear how you know the Warner executives were probably like oh yeah maybe you know if not this album maybe the next album Wilco will could have a um, a uh, hit like the Wallflowers um, with you know uh, one headlight or something like that yeah didn't you say that that's what happened with Summer Teeth is that they were kind of wanting another Wallflowers and hoping to so yeah I think they sort of thought of Wilco as that sort of a band and then of course Wilco turned into like they replaced the um, kind of country rock sound with a synth pop sound on a lot of that uh, that record. Yeah, um, I like the Wallflowers. I so I, I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong with wanting I, lightning to strike twice in that, but yeah, Wilco is definitely not the right band to be the next Wallflowers. Yeah, or, right and, and maybe not specifically the Wall. Just like there was a lot, you know, that sort of post grunge, maybe more singer songwriter type rock music was was popular um in in the mid 90s um that's just the the one song that kind of comes to mind for me but there there's definitely there those weren't the only examples or that wasn't the only example um yeah i must be high i think that is a uh as good of an opener song for an album that you know was maybe a little rushed um and and not and what i was trying to talk about there was you know, Jeff's used to writing Anodyne. He only wrote half the songs, and now he had to write an entire album by himself, and had to compete with Jay Farrar's album. You know, if if he didn't see that as as a direct competition, definitely the record label, the fans saw some competition there. Um, 
but uh you know um I, he am i think is a very solid album and he came out of the gate swinging with uh i must be high yeah what's your favorite opening song to an album ever does not not, not a wilco album just a, an, an album ever hmm that's a great question thank you for asking me that is a great that's just question tough one, huh? um ooh, well okay what are my favorite albums of all time it might be um the golden age by beck i love 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 sea change that album means so much to me um honestly it could be i'm trying to break your heart um oh yeah um uh uh like i love revolver um by the beatles Taxman, which is the opener is isn't the best song on that album um it's a good song but it's not the best song on the album um Sergeant uh, is everything in its right place yeah Sergeant pepper title track from that song from that album uh everything in its right place by radiohead kid a that would be up there i don't know yeah. what about you um i think I, again i I didn't pre-plan the question so i'm in the same place you were trying to think of one i think mine i would have to say is a cheat but i think it's the right answer is uh tonight tonight if you take off on a melancholy and sadness you take off that opening piano track which that opening piano track's great but i think the album really starts with tonight tonight and i think let that's me, I, i'm let, let me ask this yeah and I, i'm asking both of us this question it smells like teen spirit Nah, you know, I, I, I've come to terms with I'm fine with Nirvana, but like Nirvana's never really been like a needle mover for me, man. Like I, I understood the, like why they were important and what they did for music, but and I think they're, I think they're great, but uh, I, I think the Foo Fighters' first two albums, first three albums, definitely, um, really outshined what Nirvana did. You know, I think. Uh, I don't know. I, I so no that that one doesn't really do anything for me uh, as a as a thing I'd mention in any kind of list. Um, I, I okay. I would disagree with you on the Foo Fighters. Yeah. On that Foo Fighters are fine. Uh, you know, it's funny. The other night I was watching. Um, it was like one o'clock in the morning. I should be asleep. I'm watching a compilation of old Mentos ads on <laughs> YouTube. Um, and then uh, which of course led me to. Uh, the music video from the Foo Fighters for Big Me, um, uh, because the, the whole music video is is uh, kind of like a Mentos commercial. And that's like a um, such a mild mannered pop rock song is coming from the drummer of Nirvana and the other things he was doing in that era. Despite you know it's a fine song, but it's it's so inoffensive. And think of you know the last album he recorded was In Utero. Um, which had like some, you know, which was a bold album for, you know, a band that probably the record label for Nirvana would have wanted them to go more commercial than Nevermind. Instead, they went noisier and weirder um, than Nevermind. Which What's the I first song in that respected. one? Is that Serve the Servants? Is that the first song in that album? Um, Serve the Servants uh, and then Senseless Apprentice, I think. It's been a while. It should probably spin um, that album again. Um, okay, let me ask you this real quick. So I yeah. don't, I don't have a ton to say about "I Must Be High." Besides, uh, it's just a, a fun song. It's a good song. It, it, lyrically, it's kind of you know, there, there's, um, uh, it, it's not just most deep, compelling, beautiful poetry. It's good. It's totally serviceable lyrics. It's a fun song. When they play it live, it is such a, a fun song. Um, uh, I love the slide solo. Uh, I love you know. Um, hearing the the how young jeff sounds on it now let me ask you this though debut songs so 
following up with your question, what is your favorite first song from a band? Album number one, side one, song one. <sighs> Shoot, man. Um, debut. Uh, wait, debut. You mean like it's, it's, it's their first album? So, so their first so, album, yeah. If so they have like, like demo tapes before to. it, like does, no, their first studio album, yeah. Oh man, that's one that I I have to. The first studio. Oh wait, uh, my name is Jonas. Probably, man. Uh, yeah, that's a really good. One. <laughs> that's a really. I mean, it's hard um, to believe yeah, that that's, their, that's think, their first like, album. Beatles, please, please me is you know I, I'm I'm not a huge really Beatles fan. Um, Nirvana or something like that, like uh, you know, Smashing Pumpkins, all those kind of really popular '90s bands. Their first albums are, are a little um, uh, not as good as their follow-up albums. Um, um, going back into like, uh, like I'm a huge Neil Young fan, but his first album isn't as good as you know his. Um, everybody knows this nowhere and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'll do some thinking on that. I'll try to get an answer. Yeah, that's that. a that's a Maybe tough one because it's a. You gotta narrow it down in so many different factors. Like, okay, it, it, this band is this song good enough? Is it their first album? Is it really their first album, or did they have like? Because Smells Like Teen Spirit doesn't count. Be, uh, off no, of never mind. It would because, be yeah, whatever the first song on Bleach is. Yeah, like, um, about a girl, maybe, maybe. I don't think so though. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a really that's a very specific and that's a good question. We both got homework. We will come back, and next time we do a recording session, which will not be on the next episode. But we'll be further, you know, a few episodes from now. We'll hopefully both have a, a fun answer for that question. Uh, I, my name is Jonas is going to be a hard one to beat. I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now. That I don't that, know. The, the further, the more I think about the, the older I get, the less I like Weezer. Like, I love we Weezer was my first band that I, like, absolutely fell in love with. And they were, like, the gateway band. Like, if, if I didn't discover Weezer, I wouldn't be talking about Wilco right now. Um, but uh, there's a, a website called The Hard Times. Yeah, uh, do you know yeah, that? I uh, love that one. Uh, you share their stuff all the time. Uh, I might have heard about them from you. Um, but they have an article that's like uh, looking at, back at um, Weezer's lyrics, Pinkerton especially lyrics, uh, in today's eyes. And it's like, oh, yeah, there is some like uh, um, inappropriate. And, uh, you know, River Cuomo was, 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 you know, lyrics that did not age well. If, if they put that album out today, they would rewrite some of those lyrics. Uh, even like Butterfly is like a, a song that's clearly about like being possessive yeah. and, and controlling of a woman and, and stuff like that, uh, which I mean, okay, cool for him for being that honest and reflecting on himself like that, but it, it is uncomfortable uh, to listen to. Um, Interesting. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's um, uncomfortable. Um, the, have you heard their new album, The Okay Human? No, I've given up on, on Weezer. Hey, uh, that new every once in a while, good. a new single will come out, and I'll be like, all right, I'll give this a try. And it's just, people keep telling me the White Album is, is worth listening to, but I think, um, um, no. Everything will be all right in the end, the White Album and this new one, Okay Human. All good. If you, like, they do have a lot of trash out there, but those three of the new albums, those are those are good albums. Everything will be all right in the end. The White Album and OK Human. Give them, give them a shot. Those are good albums. All right, um, I'll, I'll give them a shot, and I, if I don't like them, I'll make fun of you. Yeah, feel free. Um, okay, everybody. Well, like I always say in the middle of the show and the end of the show, go to abcwilco.com. Find all the ways you can support the show. We got T-shirts for sale. We have a Patreon where you can get access to uh future episodes as like right now we 
are recording episode 73, and I think the other day episode 62 was just released. So you, you have a good 11-episode jump on everybody else if you can go join our Patreon. Also, if you can't do any of those things, which is fine, we love having you here anyways, just go leave us a rating review on the podcatcher of your choice. It's the best way to help the show grow. You can find Kevin on Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me on Instagram at Hess's Best. Go to hessesbest.com, buy some art, and uh, put a little cash in my in my pocket if you want. Uh, Kevin, do you have anything else you want to plug? You know, just be good to each other. I guess that's kind. a great way to end the show. Uh, until next time, we're, we're going to be covering I Thought I Held You. Just remember, every little thing is going to tear you apart. <laughs>